This episode of WDW Today is brought to you by Clear. I want to thank Clear for supporting us here on WDW Today. Clear uses your eyes and fingertips instead of traditional ID documents to help you get through airport and stadium security faster. Get your first two months of Clear for free by going to clearme.com slash WDW2019 and using the promo code WDW2019. That's clearme.com slash WDW2019 and use the promo code wdw 2019. And now, on with the show. Bringing the world to your world. This is WDW Today. Wednesday, April 17th, 2019, and this is episode 1653 of WDW Today. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. And I'm the Grease. I'm... What? I almost said just... It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Moving on. We got a lot to talk about today. Since we want, we left you last, a lot has happened in the world of Walt Disney World. A lot of announcements, a lot of things official. Not really unexpected, but some stuff was made official. I know, Terry, you got a lot of stuff to talk about here. We'll dive into it in just a minute. Did everybody else have a good week? I did. I had good. a good week, Logan. Good. You had a good Thank you for asking. week. <laughs> Should we, uh, Terry, we, me and you, we went to see the hottest band in the world. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I've been preaching the, the Kiss Army. Uh, the best way I can describe years. it is uh, it was like a nighttime spectacular with a band. Yeah. It was a fantastic event, so we enjoyed going to see Kiss again. My second time on the End of the Road Tour. Uh, you know, Kiss tie-in to Disney, uh, Gene Simmons' solo record. Uh, it's part of the Kiss 4 solo records that came out 40 years ago. He does When You Wish Upon a Star. It's very odd, but it's on there. Was there any pyro? Was there any pyro? Is that a question? <laughs> uh-huh. There's more pyro than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> um, yeah. I've been to fireworks shows with less pyro. <laughs> yeah. From the first two seconds of the show, too. Not like it built to it. The, the, the beginning and the grand finale have, have, and it is a straight up grand finale. More confetti. I mean, a blinding amount of confetti. When we went and met I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure I ate confetti. Mm. Yeah. Like, because we were like very close to the front, and there were some people. They positioned the confetti cannon literally right in front of the people on the front row. There were people whose faces were getting blown off by it. Like, <laughs> like they were in the stream of confetti cannon. Extreme. Was I mean, there any bizarre pyro like coming out of like their guitars or boots or yes, anything? They, yes, they they shoot down UFOs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. With the guitar, he aims the guitar and he'll strum it, and it shoots out of a firework a out yeah. of his guitar wow. and shoots down this set piece. It goes, it explodes behind it, and it's like a UFO falling to the ground. Yeah. So there's these pods that are above them, and they do a guitar solo where his the spaceman Tommy Thayer clearly is trying to shoot down the UFOs that are coming to attack. So you know, he wow. takes them all out with his guitar and shoots rockets and they explode. And that's great. They also they have a serpent giant snake on stage. He blows smoke, I think. Uh they do, you know, fire breathing. Gene, yeah, Gene. Gene blew. does blood. There was a moment in the very beginning of the first song, because obviously I'd never been to a kiss show before. Yeah. And when the first blast of like full on like flamethrower pyro were out, I was like, 
it was so hot where we were standing. Yeah, and we like, brought, I kind of wish that went, I had brought. I went full grease mode and went. If I had only had some marshmallows, mm. we could have had s'mores right now because it it was it was and no we, joke. We were, oh, yeah. And we weren't even like that close. We were very close, but we weren't like on the floor on the front rows. I don't know how they take it physically. Like I don't know how they can physically take the heat of the fire because by the time it just makes it to you, it is insanely hot. Yeah, and it shoots out from every direction. We won't spend the whole time talking yeah. about guests, but. Uh, if you're looking for a Disney caliber production, uh, it's coming to town probably. They mm. just finished their American uh, run, but they're going to be you doing love another. Fireworks at Disney. I've heard <laughs> try the now... pyro at a Kiss concert. Yeah, and they haven't done an outside <laughs> show yet this tour, but I hear at the end of the outside shows. Oh yeah, we we met a guy. We met a guy in Memphis <laughs> at Graceland. At Graceland, who standing was... in line for the bus, he and his significant <laughs> other. What was this? When Before we went Kiss. to see Kiss in Memphis. Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> and he was in a Kiss t-shirt. We got to talk and see. And like, Logan, hey, goes, Logan always turns into like Southern bro. Whenever he <laughs> wants to start a conversation, he's like, going to the show tonight. See you there. Yeah. And the guy. He's like a panic and, friend. And Logan knows how to like turn on the switch in their brains where it's like, <laughs> you're my new best friend. He's like, <laughs> you been to an outside show? You ever been to one? Literally. A 45-minute fireworks show at the end. Literally. 45 minutes. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. He said so they, it was an outdoor venue at Memphis. No, he no. said, go to an outdoor show. Oh, okay. So, at the end. At so the he end was of, basically saying, I'm kind of bummed about this He was show. like, this is a great show. The production, he's like, no, there are gives he and takes. He was also from Idaho? Yeah, they just they travel with Kiss. A lot of people do that. I've heard about that. And it's the same show every night. Right. Like, almost... So close that it's shocking because I've gone to two now and it's almost identical. But he said that at the end of the show, after Rock and Roll Night, they'll just do a, he said, 45 minute fireworks show. That's that's probably not literally accurate. the best fireworks show you've ever seen but in still, your life. Even 10 or 15, like they do at the Sounds game, which is just like like a sparkler, I feel like, is pretty good. So I mean, I'm, I'm going to go try to find a show. It's, I think St. Louis or Cincinnati is like the closest. I'm maybe making the drive. You going to Sansi? Yeah. 45 that's expensive the whole show very expensive you yeah. look at it and go i can't imagine the production cost of this right yeah. and we were briefly backstage the amount of crew that is there wild do they all look the same like the crew they're rock and roll mm-hmm. yeah like, some of the guys who are like very they could professional be in a band themselves yeah some of them are very like you can tell like the guys who are like the engineers that are working there and the managers that are working there uh and then kiss has a whole like live nation staff but if you work for the band, if you were setting up the guitars and everything, like we saw those guys, yeah, they were they're rock and roll. Mm-hmm. They're probably the same guys that have been doing it for thirty years. Jennifer said the artist that was before. Here's our Disney tie-in. Oh yes, the that's artist right. that was before was spectacular. Who happens to be a Disney licensed artist? Yeah, David, David Garibaldi. Garibaldi. Yeah, David Garibaldi. Yeah, they didn't have an opening act, which can show you like on the, the level. chocolate. I was gonna say I love his chocolate. Garibaldi chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, they they, they mm-hmm. took away the free samples that David Garibaldi. Jerks. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a shame. Uh, he's a quick artist. Quick painter. So instead of having an opening band, they did a warm-up act of a guy who just painted. And he painted what? Three things he painted? Uh, three or four. He did uh, obviously Steven Kiss. Tyler, Queen. Did he do a Queen painting? Did Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. And then Kiss. And they sell the Kiss one uh, for charity. A little odd. He did not perform in Memphis. However, they are selling a piece of art he did um, and say he painted it in Memphis. <laughs> and I messaged him because I was like, did I miss something? Did you do this like offsite? Like, oh, no, I couldn't make that show. I just made one. Like, <laughs> live Nation's promoting like created live on stage, one of a kind. 
They also look real weird up close. Mm. Looked cool, but different. Like from, I think they're made to be seen, like from a distance. His art. Well, they're basically painted on a like paint by number kind of on a sheet. Yeah. So the canvas isn't fully treated to take. That's what I mean. Like it kind of it looks different than you're used splotchy to. Little splotchy or something. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move on to some actual Disney things because that was a Disney-like experience. Yep. We get to Star Wars. We get to Disney Plus, which rolled out like their entire you know, opening day lineup. Mm-hmm. I think that was the first. If we should let's let's We're attempt chronologically. Okay, so I feel I think, like yeah. Disney Plus was the was that, that was probably a last Thursday-ish Wednesday. Yeah, because that happened during the uh, was it the shareholders meeting or what? All I know is I saw their tweet storm and it was yes. wild. It was and, crazy. Uh, some of the stuff I was even like, okay, you're announcing this just because you want to announce everything. Like. There were some random Disney Channel type movies that seemed fine, uh, but then all the way up to obviously the Star Wars series, um, you have the Mandalorian that's going to be launching day one, right? Day one mm-hmm. of Disney Plus, uh, the Cassian Andor show coming a little bit later, and then over in the Marvel universe, you got Loki, Loki, Winter Soldier, and Falcon, and then WandaVision. That one is- was the only one that threw me off. So let's go through. This. So you're the big Marvel man here. Yay. Uh, yeah, so Loki, Winter- Loki prequel. I'm guessing Loki being mischievous. I don't know because Loki in the in the comics, Loki's been like everything from like the way we've seen him as Tom Hiddleston to a, a kid, yeah, to a woman. Did they say it's Tom Hiddleston Loki though? Right? He, yeah, yeah. It, it is him. But I've also read that potentially he's narrating it and it's showing Loki in like different forms. Gotcha. So, and I could see that. Could I could save some. Still budget. be interesting. Yeah. And still. Um, the the Falcon and Winter Soldier thing I think is cool because now like Endgame's about to come out, so this is there's a lot of speculation about how that series is going to roll. Um, I'm of the opinion that Captain America is probably not going to make it through Endgame. That's not like a spoiler or anything. It's no, just a just theory. Your point of view. I kind of feel the same. And so I don't think that you get to say like it's not a spoiler if you haven't seen it. I think you're clear on that. Like yeah. I mean, you can say that, but. Well, oh, don't let this know. culture oh. sit here if you have oh, a theory. Gosh. They're holding me down, Will. I don't I like it. I don't mad like it. at me They're over me my down. theory of the rise of Skywalker. And oh. I had people legit mad people at me, are like thinking dumb. I had leaked information and were angry when I said Snoke was going to die in the last movie. And I said, I think this is what's going to happen. And all I did was see the trailer. It was like, I feel like that's what's going to happen this scene. And it did. And they came after you. Came after you. Like, you, you spoiled this for us because we were thinking about it when it got to that scene and then it happened and you ruined it. It's like, I don't know. I just took yeah. a guess. So let me tell you why. This is what I think would be interesting. An interesting take on this series specifically. If Cap dies in Endgame, in the comics, both Falcon and Winter Soldier have both been Captain America yeah, at some point. So I think it would be really interesting if the series was kind of the two of them in a buddy cop thing, sort of trying to figure out who's going to take up the mantle. You know, that could be cool. And then, so the the WandaVision one is based on a specific run in the comics that was just called The Vision. And it's totally where he was. Well, it can't be based solely on that because she wasn't in it. But it's where he is pretty much a just a normal guy. Like, just working a job, but he's also this, like, synthesoid thing undercover doing okay. all this stuff, and they're going to incorporate her So a bit that. funny, maybe. Yeah, I think it's going to be, like, a really, really Adams Family-ish weird comedy family thing. Huh. And then the last thing they announced was, I guess, animated, right? Which is... Yes, What If. What If, which is, of all the Marvel products that they they rolled out, 
this one I wasn't expecting yeah. and makes me very excited. Yeah, this there is a series called What If, an old yeah. comic series, and they would take big story arcs and then just kind of twist them on their head. You know, what if, and the first episode of this is what if Peggy Carter became Captain America and it's going to be animated and isn't, I think Kevin Smith is doing an episode of this. I think so. I mean, I would have loved to have seen that as a live action. To, right. But I mean, the money, I'm sure. To, oh, yeah. You're making a lot of, you're making a lot of sets. You're making a lot of things. But I think that one of the first ones was uh, Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four, which ended up did happening later on. But like those kind of things, what if this happened? In Star Wars, they did them as well, where it's like, what if Darth Vader didn't die? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he's Darth Vader, but in all white. Yeah. You know, because he's redeemed, but he's still Darth Vader. He's still got to be in the suit. Like, it's that kind of stuff. And it's just fun. And I look forward to seeing that actually as a series. I loved it as a comic. It was good. It was, I loved getting that. There was a, there's a big story arc in Spider Man, a big story called The Night Gwen Stacy Died. Mm-hmm. And there was a big, what if, like, what if she didn't? You yeah. know, that was always really cool. I'm just so excited about live action Star Wars TV. I know. Ooh. Well, that's like they announced this week that this after episode nine, there is a long break coming for Star Wars movies. Hiatus. Two or three years at least, not more. <clears throat> when you roll out, we got The Mandalorian and we have a Cassian Andor show at minimum, plus The Clone Wars. We're going to have enough Star Wars to mm-hmm. to fill to fill a little bit of the void that, that's going to be left from the movies. And I think it's good to make people miss it a little. Make people want yeah. it. For what I, what I feel like. Marvel says doing the same, right? Marvel yeah, after they're, they're going to kind of back off In-game a little Spider-Man, bit. Spider-Man, taking a break. They still have movies planned for like next. It's going to be more than Star Wars, I think. Yeah. But they're going to dial it back some. I just think that's smart. That's such a smart marketing thing. They probably want to focus on Clone Wars, animation, kids. So they've got this whole kid, like the next generation surplus. Yeah. Going to see Star Wars guys. The Mandalorian, they've made it pretty clear in the sizzle reel that came out. It was leaked um, from Star Wars Celebration. They're like, this is some, this, regardless of how dark and kind of weird the show looks, like, this is something you're going to sit down and watch with your family. Like, it's going to be a show, not necessarily for children. It's like PG 13. Yeah, but I think it will be like the movies, where it's something that is watchable as a family, as Star Wars should be. So um, I love that idea. I think it's great. The, the sizzle reel, which featured. Obviously, John Favreau and Dave Filoni who created the Clone Wars uh, with George Lucas, and clearly George Lucas on set and some other directors. It looks really great. Um, that alone is worth the dollar point to get in. I would <clears throat> spend triple that probably to see this product. Well, I didn't know that you could pay for a whole year. Interesting. Yeah, sixty nine ninety nine or six ninety nine a month, and it or launches November twelfth. If you go to DisneyPlus.com, you can put your email address in, which I just did. And they'll send you updates. That way you you get it and sign up. Well, early. Yeah, because I mean, look, I'm ready to give my, my money. My question now. is, my mm-hmm. question Does is, it crash? is if I could, <laughs> if I could say, hey, I want to buy two years up front or three years up front, because you know, after year one, it's going up, going up. That's it what, might go up. It might go up to eight ninety nine. Six months later. Well, that's what people are saying. There, there's comments here. Six ninety nine is basically a steal. It is basically a steal. Yeah. To where you can't live without it. Right. It's like Netflix. Yep. Netflix could be twenty five bucks a month right now, and I probably still wouldn't get wouldn't cancel it. Twenty five yeah. a month, I feel like I probably get drop a couple of the other subscription services if I have, but I feel like twenty twenty five, I get my twenty five dollars out of Netflix, real quick, hands down. And um, yeah, Disney has already said they're going to bundle it. Alone. Yeah, exactly. They're going to bundle it with Hulu, which we ESPN Plus. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Which I get Hulu now because Spotify for free. Um, 
I get Hulu because of Sprint. Yeah. Free, so Hulu, you can get for never pay for Hulu. Yeah. Uh, I did a I did a like a Groupon thing or something at Christmas. Like so now eighty cents Black or something. Friday. That yeah. that was it. So now it's a, it's a dollar a month for Hulu right now. Well, what do you think about we Disney pay Plus? We pay a dollar a month. I don't think I will be subscribing. Really? Yeah. For the kids' content, the entire vault for six bucks a month. Uh, that could kids? change for, in, in a little while, but at this moment in time, I don't see myself subscribing to it. My kids really into Elmo's World. We watch yeah. a lot of that on YouTube for free. Mm. Sure. We, I can't tell you how many times we've watched the weather Elmo's World, like the same one. She wants to see that Muppet tornado. She's in. <laughs> it's it's weird that she likes a destructive force. That's in Muppet form, but she really thinks it's quite entertaining. So, so we watch that for free. I don't know that, like, I mean, we have enough kid stuff on Netflix and Amazon Prime right now, and that has all the shows that my wife and I are watching. So I really don't see myself jumping go, into all it now. Disney's going away. Though. But there's a good chance, but we aren't putting Disney on for She's not into that age that where age she yet. can watch. The, she watches Trash in the Camp from Tarzan mm. on YouTube currently. Compelling. Just a that. clip and, and, uh, she has a record, a vinyl of the soundtrack of the, excuse me, Jungle Book. Nice. And so she you got emotional life for a second. No, she loves uh, Bare Necessities and stuff like when that. They mess so up the camp. That's from Tarzan. Tarzan. Trash in the camp. Oh, so those are things camp. like she watches, but she's not of the age where she needs the movies yet. Um. So you're basically saying if I want to win over your daughter's heart when I go to the Disney trip this May. And I film when we're at SeaWorld, the Sesame Street, Street Parade. Mm-hmm. She'll be like, Uncle Grease oh, yeah, is I my can't, favorite. Yeah, Uncle I Grease. can't wait to take her to that, to that whole area. Oh, yeah. Because I think she would like that now. I don't think that she would understand Disney right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's under two. Right. right. So that's not like yeah, absurd for me to say like that. If she saw like Elmo in the person, yeah, she'd she lose would her mind. Squeal. Which is, will be the same thing that happens with the princesses princesses and stuff later but yeah. she's just not at that age yet yeah, she's so my daughter when she was she was just over one we went to disney and the first time she saw mickey it was like it was like a 12 year old at a justin bieber show yeah in his prime it's a big deal she was she just saw this that she dedicated her life to watching <laughs> and he is there and she was freaking out yeah it's really i mean she will not remember it Mm-hmm. And that's what I always tell people, you know, like, hey, what's how young is too young to take your kids to Disney? There, there's not. It, it, you you're do doing it for you. You're doing it because it's freaking awesome. Right. It's like you're sitting there and you're watching your two-year-old daughter or son just freak out and just be in a constant state of happy until about 3 p.m. when they need a nap. Yeah. But up until that point, you're just like, this is the greatest. Yeah. Like, you understand Disney magic. There's a Nate Bargetsy sketch that he does a dialogue about that about how people he took his kids to disney young they're like your kid's never gonna remember it's like all right fine i'll leave her in a cage i'll put her in the vacuum closet the vacuum, so he's like and open yeah. the door, do you remember anything yet no close the door. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy. yeah you know because that is how it feels but um any, what else on disney I mean, disney plus there was, there was nothing really directly tied to parks though. yes there was, was there what Ooh. so leslie i works long-awaited documentary that was announced at d23 in 2015, that everybody's like thought it was yeah the over. Imagineering the Imagineering story, which if you've seen the Pixar story, which you ha- which if you haven't, you probably have it in your house on Wally if you own that um, deluxe edition. Yeah, um, the Imagineering story was just supposed to be a short documentary. Well, they've got now six hours worth of footage. Yeah, so they're turning it into like so a it's min- the opposite of a short it's a documentary. Full it's a it's a docu series. <laughs> 
about Imagineering and about how the parks were made. Okay, so specifically about the parks. So that's very cool. Well, that's what Imagineering well, I know, does. That's what I'm saying. It's a, but that I, is the I one that parks on the tie in. Less uh, than I thought. I thought there would be some parks. There was no, not much parks. That's a nice, that's going to be great to watch. Um, and no Muppets. Muppets, not even a mention. And after them already announcing a Muppet show uh, with Josh Gad, or at least it being highly, highly, highly rumored, uh, that was a little bit of a, a bummer. I think they've obviously held some things back. I think yeah. they've... I mean, I don't know. You got Phineas and Ferb new movie, uh, which I'm excited about. I've missed those characters. So see a new film with Phineas and Ferb. Uh, and a bunch of other like random Disney Channel shows that I didn't think anyone would really care about. And then The Simpsons, mm -hmm. 30 years of Simpsons, yeah, uh, which does actually put me in a weird spot. And I want to get your thoughts on this. because The Disney brand, when they've slapped the Disney logo on it, largely means this is safe for your kids. When Even when they've released Marvel movies, it's not you don't start with the castle. You start with a, a different, the Marvel Studios logo. When you start a Star Wars film, you start with Lucasfilm. You don't start with, you know, Tinkerbell flying and dinging. Ooh. It is a little odd to put the Disney brand in association with content that is clearly not marketed to families. I mean, not that The Simpsons is the worst thing, but there are other shows on here, but as well as that, I certainly don't want my my five-year-old stumbling upon that. Now, obviously, Netflix has their, their parental controls. I'm sure Disney will have its parental controls. But you've become used to trusting your family content to come from Disney. So I do think they'll have to hammer that home. Mm. You're not just be able to click on Disney Plus, leave the room, and let your kids play. Not that you should do that anyway, but just being realistic. Right. Uh, so it's odd. I thought the, mm. the little teaser that The Simpsons did about joining the Disney Fantastic. was great. Yeah. Really funny. But it did kind of set a little bit of a like thought to my head, like that's interesting. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to see if he was commenting. Um, I, I will say this: if if you want to know uh, numbers behind the hype, oh, Disney stock is at an all time high. Oh yeah, it didn't it jump like twenty dollars a share. And Netflix it, fell. It just jumped. Period. I mean, in two thousand and nine, you were looking at about seventeen dollars a share. Well, that's ten a long, years later. It's a bad time. You're at 132. I know. I'm just saying. Like, I think yeah. I read that the day before they announced Disney Plus, it was at 110, and it had fallen, and then in two days now it's at 132. Yeah, 15%. Yeah, and as a stockholder, it has been at the 110 to 115 range for a year. Mm. Like, dips a little, goes up a little, but it's that it is barely moved. Uh, there are there are certain stocks that have taken off that I invest in. Disney just Steady. So right. much so that I almost was like, I may dump it soon because it just isn't doing anything. But now it's starting to make some moves. Now might be a good time to sell it. Yeah, it's up. Sell it. Sell it. I don't know. It's I up. don't know. If, I'm if, up 20 if that's what price is, is that Disney can grab, you know, 10 million people, subscribers, and then two years from now, that thing is fifteen ninety nine a month? Yeah. I mean, it's just going to keep going up. So speaking of shareholders. that streaming service monthly speaking, is mega money. Right. It's similar to the WWE, which has seen a mass stock or stock increase. Right. Uh, a year ago, it was You're thir $35 at a, box a share. You're looking at office hit every month. Yeah, $35 a share. So uh, last year, the WWE was at, and it's nearly at 100 right now, $98 a share. And I love it's that listeners- It's gone up to over 100 And mm -hmm. 
Um, a lot of that has to do with some big signings. They did a billion-dollar deal, TV deal. But also, the network, their streaming service has been proven a very big success, which is there's You've got an a million influx, people on that, right? Three or four million. Yeah. And how much is it a month? Ten bucks a month. Yeah. There you go. So I love the shock happening right now. In Thirty million dollars a month, and majority of their content is already produced. Archive content. Yep. Archive content. It's pretty, much, it's pretty much a couple, three or four new shows a week. Sorry, go ahead, Terry. I love the random listener right now that's probably like at the gym or like driving the kids to school. That's going the very last thing I ever expected to hear on WDW today from these five fellows is stock speculation. <laughs> Grease <laughs> is know? into that, man. So. Uh, Believe it or not, well, maybe me. Matt Geisler is into no it. idea. Grease is, he sells houses every six months. That's yeah. fine. What, that's true. He informed frequently. me recently, a few minutes ago. What's <sighs> interesting is um, Iger did just announce that he is going to step down at the end of his term in 20, 2021. So we will, it'll, we'll be, say. it'll be interesting, one, to see if he actually does that, and two, to see who they're going to be able to find. Yeah, I kind of will believe it when I see it. They always do. I feel like there's always these posturing. He's almost left like four times. Right. I was. I, I read some of that stuff too. Yeah. I mean, and then he extended, and then he announced again. I mean, he's 68. Yeah, but he's teased the presidential run also. He's definitely not doing it this time. Mm. Um. So, I don't know. Who knows? It'll I be mean, interesting to to see how Disney Plus right. affects it, Netflix. Like it, that to me will be pretty interesting. Yeah. Because I wonder if so many people jump over, because we have a listener that pointed out in the comments that Netflix, the prices are jumping. So your standard subscription service is going to be twelve ninety nine per month for Netflix. Again, I think it probably depends on how much and how frequently you use these services. I get my money out of the WWE every month by just mm-hmm. the pay-per-view. One thing a month, I get money out because I used to pay $50 per pay-per-view. Right. Once a month. Yeah. Which is ridiculous that I'm saying that out loud. It was 50 bucks a month for a three-hour show, once a month. Then uh, I get my money out of it by just having access to these things. Well, what they were having to do with that yeah. is you've got all your they buddies coming all, over. Yeah, and they also mm-hmm. had to pay all of the fees to go to the pay-per-view providers. They were able to, to yeah. work that out. Then you turn over and say, okay, Netflix, I use it every day. I didn't go anywhere. For Amazon hours. Prime, I already get it because I'm not dropping Prime. Hulu is the one that has been passive in my life. Mm. I've purchased it. I've canceled it. I've purchased it. I've canceled it. So. See, I'm Same. stoked about Hulu. Same. I'm stoked. Right now we have Netflix. We have Amazon Prime. We have Hulu. And then we have the DC one, which I made us buy for me. <laughs> <laughs> but but with the DC one, Disney is doing a similar thing because they did a rollout where you, it's so much a month. It's like seven bucks a month, I think, for that. But it, you could pay $70 and get a year. And then Disney's also doing a similar thing with Disney Plus. Which is smart because you don't know, you won't think about it every it month. It comes out to like 580 a month when yeah. you do that math with their paying for a year up front. I mean, that's just the way to go. And if they bundle it with Hulu, are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm all over it. All right, I'm going to take a quick break to thank our new friends at Clear for supporting WDW Today. Clear uses your eyes and fingertips instead of traditional ID documents to get you through security faster at airports and stadiums. And if you've seen it, you may have seen it at MCO, at Orlando International Airport. There is a clear area, and I look forward to using it coming up later this month. There's a lot of things that clear helps. Number one's going to help reduce stress. Clear gets you through security with the tap of your finger so you can get to your gate faster and reduce pre-flight stress. And Will, as you know me, I'm a little, I'm a little bit of a stressful flyer. 
you do tend to be a little frantic yeah. before the flight. And I like getting there way early because I'm nervous. So this is great. <laughs> way early, like 30 minutes. You're, you're kind of, you push it. No, I don't. I don't try to. Uh, with Clear, you are your own ID. Clear replaces the need for physical ID cards using your eyes and fingertips to get you through security because you're the best ID out there. It's very easy to sign up. All you need to do is go create your account online before going to the airport. Once you get to the airport, a Clear Ambassador helps you finish the process, and then you can immediately use Clear. They also provide not only access to airports, but to stadiums as well. It helps with get you through security faster in 40-plus airports and stadiums across the country, with more being added every day. They also have family options. So if you're like me, you travel uh, with some kids, you can add up to three adult family members at a discounted rate, and kids under 18 are free. So when you sign up, you're also signing up uh, your kids who are under 18. Clear is really a great service. If you are a frequent traveler or a frequent traveler to Walt Disney World, you need to check this out because it is right there at your, your big Orlando National Airport and available at other airports in the area as well. And again, if you're traveling with your family, you can add three adult family members at a discounted rate and kids under 18 are free. I'm signing up for Clear in my trip coming up in the end of this month. That'll be my first experience with myself, but I've seen it. I've seen people doing it. It looks great. And I've been talking to our friends at Clear, and I can't wait to try this out. And it is going to be awesome to be able to know that I'm, I don't know this is their slogan, but like, I'm in the clear, man. I like it. Yeah. But here's their website. All you got to do right now, listeners of this show, WWTA, you can get your first two months of Clear for free by going to clearme.com slash WDW2019 and using the promo code WDW2019. That's C-L-E-A-R-M-E. Dot com slash WDW2019 with promo code WDW2019 for your free two months of clear. And now back to the show. Before we get too far in, we do have to move. I think we got to move out of Disney Plus. Yep, let's move on out. Because we have, we've been going like 45 minutes there's, already. There's a lot still to that. talk about. All right, let's 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 keep going. So this one's, this one's kind of interesting. This is still in the rumor category, but it's okay. probably heard about it, talked more about it than anything last week, which is kind of interesting. Um, DuckTales said to replace the Agent P attract, um, experience at Epcot. I didn't even see that. Okay. That's fine. And it'll be it'll be down with that. It'll kinda, be kind of really fine with that. Doesn't affect like my that. doesn't really affect my life one way or the other. Is it'll it be official your, or it'll be on your app as well. Not it's not fi- official yet, okay. but enough random people who normally release things that they want you to know about. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Have 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 said about it. So but it sounds really with, Yeah, with the new Phineas and Fair movie, I I I'm curious, but it does make sense. It's time. That that attraction has to be faced. Of course the Kim Possible movie did like nothing, so I understand that. These things kind of come and go in or for fan service. But DuckTales, at least, is going to be around for a little while. I've honestly not done it in, I cannot tell you how long. It's not for me. It's not even really for my kids. One, it's too much of a commitment for my little kids to be like, all right, here's what we're going to do in every country. And we got to go all the way around. And we got to do all, it's just not happening on a trip. Um, what about anything else? Any confirmed news? We got the one that I saw a lot was the actual announcement of the Beauty and the Beast uh, bar. Mm. Yes, yeah. replacing Misners. Misners, which obviously we talked about a few weeks ago, so we don't have to go too in-depth, but that's something that a lot of people seem pretty excited about. And the visuals that they've shown look beautiful. I know you you don't feel like it fits, but they said multiple themed areas, kind of like Be Our Guest, where you'll have like the library, a room where the chandelier looks like Belle's dress, and uh, a few other things. Yeah, the one thing I don't like about it is just 
there's a French Riviera resort being built right now. Beauty and the Beast takes place in France. So why is why is this in a turn of the century Victorian hotel? Yeah. Much like why is there a Snow White restaurant now in, in a in a in a hotel themed around the wilderness of the Pacific Northwest? It just I have no problem with the IP going everywhere. In fact, I want more IP. But I just it doesn't make sense to me when they put it places. I get the bar. I get, you know, I had a friend at uh, trying to get into Trader Sam's last night. You know, I get like the desire for like this kind of attractions along the monorail. I just I wish it was more thematically correct. Yeah, I I don't really care, and that's just my first sort of opinion. I don't care about that part of it. I think it looks beautiful. It's another thing to draw people out of the parks and into the resorts. Misner's was fine. It wasn't something I went to very often. I can maybe count on one hand how many times I even even stepped in that area. So to me... It, I'm not it, sure that I ever went there on purpose. Like, I think I probably just ended up there. Right. It wasn't an attraction. Destination. It's yeah. cool to actually have a destination in the hotels. I like uh, when they incorporate that. So now you'll have, you know... Because even right now, you have Chef Mickey's, obviously... But the versions of that, I guess you have California Grill, you can go upstairs. Like There's attractions to each place. Obviously, Trader Sam's has become a huge deal. Ohana. These are big things. I feel like the restaurants even at Grand Floridian, other than like a Victorian Alberts, which is for a different audience, aren't really attractive to me. Like Narcoosies and those are fine. I don't I don't dislike them. They're never on my top list of like, we got to go here with and, and enjoy it. Because they are really nice, but they're not. Citrico's is the one of the few Disney restaurants that I've never been. Every time I, I go and I start to make a reservation, I look at the menu and yeah, go, just kind of like not for yeah, me, not for me, right? And that's kind of how I feel too. And I feel like having something at the Grand Floridian that is uh, appealing to a wide variety of people, uh, in a more adult environment, I think it's cool. I'm, I applaud it. You know, when they do those things, hopefully it's something to the uh, extent of theming as something like Trader Sam's has been. And I assume you're going to have just as much demand. All right. Yeah, that one. That one's either people either love that idea or hate that idea. I've been seeing a lot of hate. If you yeah. want to tell me your hate, that's because I'm not on Twitter anymore. You can tell me your hate. I look forward to hearing. Yeah, it's definitely on Twitter. Uh, the other thing is, I guess the uh, Star Wars uh, trailer came out since the last show. Yeah, there was some Star Wars. Um, and then obviously some Galaxy's Edge. Some Galaxy's Edge. Let's do the Galaxy's Edge. We'll end with the trailer if we want to, if we have time. Uh, Galaxy's Edge, obviously their Star Wars celebration, their big convention I've been to a couple times, I've been when it's in Orlando, uh, was held over the past weekend in Chicago. They rolled out all new Star Wars stuff, obviously everything that comes out for, for Disney+, Plus, Episode Nine, Rise of Skywalker, and uh, Disney's Galaxy's Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, uh, which has, a, they didn't release a ton more information than we know. There was a trailer dropped for uh, the Rise of the Resistance attraction. Uh, which looks pretty legit. They confirmed that you are going to be coming face-to-face, spoilers, with all your major characters from the sequel trilogy. Ray, BB-8, Finn, Poe. Everybody's going to be in it. Um, so this clearly takes place somewhere in that. I think they've said, what, Galaxy's Edge takes place after Last Jedi, before Rise of Skywalker. So, Which I'm really happy about. I like that it's within that mindset that it's um, also, like, I guess I was a little bit afraid it wasn't going to have... Uh, timeline context. Yeah, like Star Tours. Right, yeah, that it's just kind of like this exists and there's these things that are from the prequels now, especially right. there's these things that are mm-hmm. older, 
but I like that they're giving the context within a timeline so that you can go and uh, allegedly feel like you're a part of it. Yeah, and, and if cool. Rise yeah. of uh, Rise Skywalker is legit the end of the saga, at least for now, uh, hopefully there's some finality to that. And you really don't want that if you're going to be experiencing the universe. You don't want to be walking around and hopefully all things are good or all things are bad. You want to be walking away around during a time of, of Star War, right? Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> saw something in the news. Yeah, the ride vehicle looks absolutely amazing. One of the things I love about that I, with everything that I've heard, I had several friends at Celebration when got their picture taken in the with the uh, yeah, they had, a the they had a photo op where you could sit in the ride car for uh, Rise of get Rise of what is it? Rise of Resistance Rise of Resistance. Yeah. I told them I was like, that's the least amount of time that you will ever you will ever wait to sit in that seat. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, this is probably going to be an eight hour wait attraction if I was guessing. <laughs> Um, hey, we just started a Facebook group, and a bunch of people are all like talking. And this is by the way, you can find it WDW Today listener group. Uh, join it. We started late last night. There's already like uh, close to 100 people in it. Uh, just to try to bring this community together, let's have some conversations. Let's talk. Let's spread some love and uh, talk all things Disney and about the show. Uh, there are Did some you add people. Me to that? I think so. Yeah, Greasy okay. Grease. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can add it. It's a closed group, but you can re- request, and I'll get you added. And uh, it's great because what I've noticed, even with when booking the Airbnb, is a lot of our listeners who I've never had any interaction with are reaching out to book. And it's like, oh, man, I wish there was a way. I want to f- know you. I want to know. I feel like we are like, I know there's 27 people watching on Facebook Live. Most of these people are on every week. So I know them and I feel like I know I'm connected to them. But there's, you know, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of listeners who we've never had a, any contact with. So reach out, be a part of the listener group. But I have noticed that some people are talking about uh, going opening day to Galaxy's Edge and figuring out if there's going to be, are they going to let us camp? What are Ooh. they going to do? I look forward to seeing what they do for that. Is it going to be just show up at four o'clock in the morning? Show up before? They're going to let you? How long are they going to let you get in? Uh, there's going to have to be a plan for that, and I kind of look forward to it and maybe partaking. So if you want to be part of the listener group, maybe we'll all get together, camp out, Oof. and then go to Horror Nights later that night. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long day. Noise. I've done one of those days with you before. I'm not sure I can handle that again. Yeah, but imagine camping out the night before. <laughs> I think it's actually like... Instead of the Hard Rock Hotel. Yeah, exactly. Sleeping on the concrete outside Hollywood Studios. Just blazing. You know, it'll be a chilly 83 degrees <laughs> at night, probably. Yeah, in August. The, uh, the thing I'm most excited about the Rise of the Resistance is all of the imagery that we have seen so far of like... Everything is visual, like that's where you've seen the giant AT-ATs and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm, I'm excited for it being just probably one of the most mind-blowing dark rides we've ever seen um, because so much of it is going to be um, real. I mean, it's mm-hmm. going to be, you're going to be going through the legs of an AT-AT at some point in mixing Who hasn't, with, been, who with, hasn't wanted to be there? I don't know, that sentence didn't come out of my mouth, right? <laughs> who hasn't wanted to be there? <laughs> you know what I mean. So... The other thing was the merch um, was rolled out. A lot of the merch was rolled out for the weekend. Coke. Oh, man. The Coke. Yeah. The Coke bottles oh, are cool. Oh, yeah. Those look awesome. Coke. The Coke products will be served at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, just like you always <laughs> hoped. Uh, but at least they're theming them out. Mm-hmm. They're identifiable. I think Coke, Diet Coke, Dasani, Sprite. Uh, they're identifiable as those products, but in a weird shaped bottles that your kids are surely to spill on each other. And they'll be collectible. They'll be collectible, but there'll be so many of them that I don't know. Oh, yeah. But people are going to want them. Yeah, you're going to spend an extra couple bucks for their in Arabesh 
Uh, which is you're going to buy one to drink, and then you're probably going to buy one to. Who knows Arabesh? Will does. <laughs> you don't even know the word? That's like the Star Wars written language. The script. It's, it's really. So I get, yeah, no. Looking at those Coke <laughs> bottles. It's always the same language. If right. I can get that excited about Coke bottles, can you imagine just being well, there? Well, you're from Georgia. You're a Coke collector. I understand <laughs> that. I understand right. that. But, but I mean, the they, they, next look to like, 1980 Georgia they look bottle. like droids that have been on the back of a dang X-Wing and have seen some battle time. They look awesome. With their battle time. Yeah, the Dasani bottle, I think it looks fantastic. I love that one. And some people, I've seen some of my friends, won't name names, who are like, this is why Harry Potter land will always be better because they didn't. When they theme stuffed out, everything was, there was no Coke, Diet Coke. No, there is, but it's not like what they're selling on the street corners. They're selling on the street corners mm -hmm. is butter beer and pumpkin juice and those kind of things. And I can kind of get it, but then again, a kid's going to want a Sprite, so I don't care. My response to them is anywhere I've ever been in the world, in the third world, in the middle of a sugarcane yeah. field where they don't have electricity, where the daycare center in this in the in the in the village is someplace I wouldn't like put my dog for doggy daycare. Yeah. They have Coke there. That's and true. so always from a different language Coke is always there. Coke is everywhere and now literally Coke's just not everywhere in the world. Coke is everywhere in the galaxy. Yeah. They're gonna there's some marketing tie-ins. I love it from a branding perspective. I think it's fun. I have no problem with it at all. Zero issue. No. Now, blue milk, are they going to do that? Yeah, blue yeah. and green milk. Yeah, they've already yeah. announced blue and green yeah. milk. They said whether that's, though, an alcoholic adult beverage. I think you're going to get both. You're going to obviously have to be able to have blue milk for the kids. That's what the kids want. Yeah. <laughs> Just until like until there's one that's Come here. got a little Try sweetener in milk. it. And one that doesn't, and get mixed up. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I see. I don't think they'll have an alcoholic version. I think it'll just and be like butter like, beer. Yeah, I think there's, a, gr I think a, there's a green alcoholic. We've seen the. They've, they've announced they all announced the beverages. Already. Yeah, we talked. I feel about like last they gotta week. make at least green alcoholic. Color. The one that Luke had in Last Jedi, yeah. that he would get straight out of the straight end. from the tap. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite piece That's of merch is Chewie's messenger bag. Uh, from. All of the movies, which looks pretty that. cool. Yeah, I just like saw a, that weird three PO wearing the bandolier and the bowcaster from the leaked poster. So maybe it's C three PO's bag. That's yeah, uh, and then obviously they announced um some banshee type characters. Yeah, like a little uh, a little guy from uh, what are you, Salacious Crumb. Yeah. You're gonna be able to buy, and, and he'll talk on your shoulder. Uh -uh. The little puppets. I, yeah. If you've seen the Banshee in, in Avatar, yes, Pandora, I have one. Um, well, my son has one that I play with. Uh, uh, unique anecdote about Salacious Crumb. Uh, one time I was looking up at like a popcorn ceiling mm. in a house. Mm. You know, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. like the popcorn oh, yeah. ceiling. Yeah. And there was the distinct image of mm. Salacious Crumb, the visage, right there. That's and so weird. it was weird. I was like, is this a Rorschach test? What does this say that about been, like, me? like a religious experience. Well, I feel like you're burning content for the podcast. Stop. I don't think most people know what Salacious Crumb is over there. I know. I'm sitting over here holding my tongue. I don't know. Which is weird because his tongue kind of hangs out of his mouth. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you like, breathe? It's like a, you got me. It's like a, I'm like a pug that like went to the dentist and got his teeth clean. Like, Never been with a pug to the dentist. What? It's interesting. Oh. Can we talk about the trailer? Are we done? Is there yes. anything else? That's how we're done with the show, yes, actually. Yes, no, we're done. We have the trailer. Who did the voice of Salacious Crumb? <laughs> Tim Rose. Pup, uh, puppeteer by Tim Rose. It was also Admiral Akbar. Um, it's a trap. That's not his voice, though. Mark Dodson, of the famous Dodsons, he uh, he was the voice of Salacious Crumb. He's a <laughs> cat. 
Cow Kawakian monkey lizard with a Mark, shrill cackle. Who is Mark Dotson? No, Salacious B. Uh, Crumb. He has a middle initial. Uh, yeah, I know, Billy B. Uh, Mark Dotson is an American actor who voiced Salacious Crumb in The Return of the Jedi and provided various voices for Ewoks, The Battles of Endor. Battle for Endor. The no, Green is no. his favorite. And The Force Awakens. Yep, He's yep. better known, though, as the voice of many creatures in Gremlins and Gremlins 2. Mm. The new batch. All right. My favorite Facebook Live through all of the things that were announced this week was someone was at Disney Springs. Um, and they Facebook Live, one of the musicians that was down there. There were two people watching. And I turned it on for two seconds. And then across the screen, in all of his two short shorts glory, Eddie walks by, you know, and just... At Disney... At uh, Disney Springs, doing a little dance. Uh, I think dance. he meant at Star Wars Celebration. No, it was Eddie Maserati. Was Eddie Maserati, yeah. Making in the his, In his... Uh, made it made just like he was part of the this show one time i was staring at a popcorn ceiling and i saw the Eddie maserati, Eddie maserati. <laughs> all right so you want to talk star wars let's you talk. want to talk the wars we got a few more minutes we got to go though soon yes. uh so the the sequel final saga of the sequel trilogy is coming and they they hammered that home man in the skywalker in, in the, resurrection in the end of that trailer during that trailer they mm -hmm. definitely say like this is it we're done. We're out. Now, I've only heard that twice before for Star Wars. So, you know, you're never quite done. <laughs> but we're done with apparently the last we're time you're going to see. a hiatus. At least you're going to see. Last time you're going to see a crawl. Mm. Last time you're going to see, hear the original music, most likely. Mm. It's a bummer. That's what bums mm. me out because they set this weird precedent of not having the crawl and not having those things in those other movies. Right. And now it's like you're taking away things that I feel like have become people's tradition. But... The end of the Skywalker saga after forty plus years of uh, of time. Can you imagine? Though, let's just let's just more... say they abandon that. Yeah. And in fifteen years, they have a movie that comes out, and it, the credits start, or the the beginning, whatever. People the title screen. will lose their <laughs> mind in the theater. Like yeah. we'll be in the theater. Obviously, yeah. can you imagine when we haven't think, seen you a think crawl the in gonna like make it fifteen more years? I do what? not. Mm. <laughs> if we haven't seen a movie, we've seen all this Star Wars content, right? We've got Galaxy's Edge, whatever. And then we're in the movies and we don't know what's coming. And then bam, it's the crawl the, comes. And people will lose their ever loving minds. Well, Speaking I of. I am hoping we get it. We This is not the end of this series. And this is just the, the end of this trilogy. It's not the end of the end. It's, it's not it's even the, the beginning of the it's, end. It's, it's the more like the end of the beginning. Mm. So mm. before mm. we go off in the trailer, the one thing. That I'm excited Deep. about is John Williams did do all the score for Galaxy's Edge. They announced that this Williams, so you'll still be able to hear when you're walking through the park. Walking through the parks, you're gonna hear some new, some new kind of music from John Williams. Yeah, because it's a new area. You've got to have new themes and all of that. He John Williams is so good. Are you playing mariachi version of Superman? And during the trailer, he had the little Leia lick in there. Oh man, that was that got me. Yeah, is it real Leia? Or is it? No, it's real. It's they've used footage from her. It's scenes they didn't cut out of the other movie, and they wrote around it. Okay, so remember that time when she was so in the previous movie though? When would she have hugged Leia and been crying like that? When she told her that you are my daughter at the end of. 
Uh, after Hans. Yes, at the end of Force Awakens. I watched Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Like, there the could have been scenes there cut. Because remember, they just hug yeah. and then it moves they on. They hug because oh. Leia realizes that Han's gone and they hug and they're crying and stuff. I thought about that when I watched it. I was like, I wonder if they took stuff from this and then just kind of mm. image mapped it. Yeah. We'll see. Mm. So, yeah. And then Lando's back. Oh. Yeah. That was a and satisfying his... shot in that trailer. When he so, was smiling. Uh, like, yeah. yes. Will does a good Lando. That was cool. No. Not right now? <laughs> Mostly Pooh Bear now. I've moved yeah, on. He's, he's shifted. What do we have here? What, yeah. I, what do we have here? <laughs> Wizard Honey. Will only likes to do one IP at a time. Okay. Pudo Congress. Yeah. We've gotten there, folks. It only took us 50 minutes. My my favorite screen. This deal's getting worse all the time. (laughs) 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 All Lando's, the ADR, the whole dialogue. That's great. That writer there, Chewbacca. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. My favorite screen grab is Which when hypofreeze. C three PO is is up there. They're flying on that, and, and he's holding it. It looks like he's like playing a guitar solo. Um, he's holding like onto the ship or whatever. It oh, looks yeah. like he's about to like bust out. Like there's a, a lot of weird theories with three PO this movie. Some of them I like, some of them I don't. We'll see how what ends up being true. So my question for you guys is: is when when Kylo is in the forest area. Battling he guts that guy, <laughs> he does pretty gruesome, but the guy doesn't. The guy he takes down doesn't look fully human. Like if you notice his hands, his hands like look like it might be like some like fur or something like that, or maybe it's oh, maybe it's the dressing him. of it. But it kind of like and the, it he looks thicker too. Like I hope we get some aliens. I feel like we've gone three movies with no. Not well, we just I just know that that a wing flies into a planet that I've never seen. Oh. It's like the blue volcano. Is if it we, an A wing or is it a different ship? Is it the ship that Ray's parents fly away on? That's that away. ship. That's not an A wing. That ship. It's a lot bigger than an A wing. They've shown. It's bigger than a planet. <laughs> that's no moon. We're <laughs> not an A wing. What am I talking about? <laughs> no, A wing. It is an A wing. That's the one you're. Yeah. Maybe. Or B wing. Or Y wing. They all confuse me. Uh, it was a Y. I thought it might have been. Y wing. Kind of a Y wing look. But the back did. They've shown that that ship and the ship that Ray's parents fly away on are at least the same model. Mm-hmm. I mean, other people could be flying around. There's a lot of X-wings in this galaxy. You know the finest. That, what's he say to, to Princess Leia? Why you slimy, double-crossing, no good swindler? <laughs> that you makes got complete a lot sense. Of guts coming here you're after what it, you pulled. Looking, he's looking at stealing my honey. <laughs> yeah, that's Ray's parents. That's actually the next Disney it's movie. It's it's a Pudo, Pudo Calrissian. <laughs> I'd pay welcome. $60 a month if that was on welcome. Disney. Now, I will say this. Welcome to the city made of honey. Disney would shut us down, but we could have a pretty legit Pudo Calrissian shirt. Yeah. No, nah, that's parody. Poodoo is something else in the Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm surprised. Poodoo. <laughs> <laughs> Come along, piglet. I love it. And, and Phantom Menace when the one pod racer just uh, obliterates and it gets quite a photo. That's great. I love that. Best scene in that trilogy. Yep. Yep. Anything else? That was an A Wing. I mean, there's so much to talk about in that trailer. But I, the Death Star in the in the ocean, whatever ocean that is, looks, looks like awesome. the Pacific. It's the yeah, if I was guessing, I think could it's it be the another Gulf. moon of Endor? Well. Maybe. 
We don't know what the other moons of Endor look like. <laughs> There's speculation that Ray's getting trained by multiple Force ghosts. Oh, that's my theory is Rise of Skywalker. Some people are like, well, maybe that's what Jedi's are now called. Now they're called Skywalkers, so mm. they could be Skywalkers, or Skywalkers are Force sensitive creatures. I personally think that's way too far to make any sense. I mean, maybe she calls herself Skywalker just because she's been trained by them, or there's some sort of like if you're conceived of the Force, and maybe that's something that happens with her. They say, like Anakin, mm. I think you're getting literal resurrection of the Skywalker family to full on take down the resurrection of the Emperor. Oh, dang. And this, and I think we're going to have a giant war at the end of this movie between all of our heroes from 40 years and all of the main villains. Ooh, Star, Wars, somebody Star have, Wars Endgame. Will somebody have a <laughs> yeah, purple real, I mean, lightsaber? Yeah, why not Mace Windu? He'll be back. They'll all be back. But I think you'll mainly have Luke, Anakin, nice. Ray taking on Vader, maybe. Mm. That would be idea. cool. That would be wow. cool. Palpatine, and then maybe, and then Kylo. Nice. Mm. I bet Vader would be on the good side, though. No, I think Anakin's on the good side. Yeah. Uh, I'm out. So the split personality? Who's to say? More man than machine than man now. I would freak out if you saw Luke, Yoda, and Vader fighting beside each other yeah, well, it's, it, against that, yeah. everybody else. If it's that, I think it'll be An it'll be Anakin. It'll be Hayden Christensen. No. with the I like what Grease is saying. No, I though. like that better, too. Yeah. Well, oh. I think Hayden Christensen was even at celebration this week. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna happen. He, he was there. Uh, I don't think he'll be in it for long. I think uh, he'll be in it. Maybe we get a, a Ewan also in there too. But I feel like if you have the Skywalker family resurrected, I think there may be not just Force Ghosts. I think there may have literal resurrections that may happen in this movie. It is the third movie in the trilogy. Yeah, exactly. And you also have on the third. You also have clearly some sort of Palpatine resurrection. We don't know how or what or what it is. Yeah. So someone's got to take it on. I, my theory is, is is they captured his laugh in a jewelry box and somebody opens that up and that's what yeah, we Ursula hear. did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Legit. <laughs> my favorite random like scene in this is when they're all like on the cliff. It looks like an album cover for like Journey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so well produced because I mean, like everybody is staggered perfectly. Like Everybody's I'm, standing per Like yeah. they, yeah, it does. It looks like a band photo. Yeah. It's like. God bless the rains down in Indoor. Yeah. yeah. It never rains in Indoor. Yep. Ray it never in snows in Indoor. That's my favorite uh, <laughs> Newfound Glory record. Yep, yep. <laughs> Should we stop now? Yeah. Let's Over stop. ahead. All right, thanks no, to our new friends. We were never ahead today. Yeah, thanks before to, we start talking about monster truck racing. Thanks to our new friends at, uh, at Clear. Thank you, sirs. And man, we'll, uh, we'll be back next week with another WDW Today. Let's do some plugs. Do some final plugs. Who oh, are you starting with? <clears throat> you, you want me to go? I'm over lot okay, so around. do my buddy hates that podcast. I never, I'm really bad at hating stuff and we can't have Grease on the podcast. He's the only thing I hate. So what we had to do is we had to come up with a bunch of different, I'm kidding. We had to come up with a bunch of different ideas for me to hate on things. And we asked for a lot of feedback and we've gotten like none. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. so, just, you're being, you're, at least you're being transparent you, yeah, yeah you're being super honest my here. buddy hates being opaque um, so yeah <laughs> we, I don't I, I, I but we've that. come up with a few ideas and my kids are this is over. Easter week um, and I hate peeps that candy so yeah. much yeah. so oh, yeah. we're doing that episode this week Cadbury eggs? you seen that I'll, I'd rather eat a box of Cadbury eggs versus one peep that's Cadbury eggs are really good so yeah <laughs> 
Thank you, Will. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that. No, no, no. <laughs> what was that specialty you Cadbury dumb, egg dumb. That, that came out this year? What? Oh, this mayonnaise that tastes like Cadbury eggs. Ah. I tried. just put it out. I tried to. But anyway, all that to say, we we put out like a, a plea for ideas for things that Have you seen I might that peep hate. cereal? No. Google that. Business. That makes right. me upset. Yeah. We have a Facebook. It's facebook.com slash podcast. Go there. So listen to that. Yes. Did you feel, because Amanda actually turned to me after the Tiger Woods winning the Masters, and Terry said all these clips of all these people being like, I don't even consider him a golfer right now. He's a fail. Like from years ago, she's like, this is why I wouldn't be on that podcast. Because in three years... Sorry. Yeah. Like, I hated it. I bagged on it. And guess what happened? Oscar winner. Right. Uh, that's that's what Fair happened. warning. Fair warning. But I'm my buddy hates that. that. It's on iTunes. Yeah, it's, it's on iTunes. However you get podcasts, mm-hmm. you can find it there. Grease. Will and I have a show called The Podcast. It's true. Where we, um, where basically we talk about a lot of things. Uh, and eventually we talk about whiskey. Yeah. This week there was, le- we mostly talked about storage units. <laughs> nice. That's a thing. Yeah, so it's a it's a carefree show. Yeah, it's more just like hanging out in the room with us. Yeah, and the vessel is whiskey. Yep, mm. and you can thepodcast.com. Yep, with a L- K. Listen yep. to it it's there. Clever. Hopefully, this week we'll also hear about your adventures at the bank. This week, but maybe not. Mm. I don't yeah, talk about yeah. That. There's we'll there's a bank story. If if you want to hear something crazy, it'll be crazy. out next next Monday. Monday. Next Monday. All right. Following Monday, Terry. Got an episode of uh, Making Elephants Fly with a uh, Rob Lot going up today. Okay, It'll be fun. Definitely check that out. I and uh, obviously, of making uh, Making Elephants Fly and the thing. Check out the thing. Big week uh, last last week to get your guaranteed hotel rate and uh, go register for the thing at thething.live. and you can use the code WDW today and I'll give you some money off because I like you. Well, that's nice. Talking directly to him, but it's the thing. The thing is a conference. It's a it's a conference for creatives and entrepreneurs. People who want to start a side hustle or start in a, mid-May, right? Mid-May, so. I'm, I'm right at a right at a month from today. Okay, there you go. So in one month, hopefully, uh, he'll see you in Orlando. Will, uh, I'm on a show with degrees called the Podcast. Good. Okay, it's <laughs> interesting. Oh, we have, we do have a Facebook group that you can get to um, if you just like if, if, you, you're, if you're new into whiskey. Yeah, and, you know, you just want, we normally hold that back. Though. We don't normally talk about the podcasters until right. they're in. The, Oh, Ooh. Um, that's hilarious! Yeah, well, yeah. So we'll hold that back. You gotta listen yeah. to the show. But if you listen to the show, group. we tell about this awesome Facebook community, and it's really awesome. Yeah. All right, and we have I'll... a and we have a Patreon. If yeah. you like the podcast, I'll promote that okay. patreoncom slash the podcast. There you go. You can support the show. And then for me, obviously, if you've heard the last few months, I'm promoting Airbnb and Airbnb.com. If you want to book uh, your next stay, Orlando, in a luxury vacation home rental. Instead of staying on property, you're going to save a ton of money with a ton more room. You're going to have a private pool and all that you can imagine. If you can imagine it, we have it there. That's maybe overpromising. That kind of sounds like so- if you can dream it, you can do it. I don't know if you've ever seen like uh, Fantasy Island. It's like that, but in a house. Not oh. really. Uh, it actually is really great. We're going down there. We're working on the house always, so adding new updates. But uh, again, it's a five-bedroom house. Sleeps 10 people. Uh, come and stay. There's princess dress-up areas for the kids. Arcade games, every kind of game. Arcade games, pool table, poker table, air, air hockey. hockey table. We like tables. Dining room, dining room table. Uh, if you, How about you have an outdoor table? Nice there's outdoor an out, table. There's a nice outdoor table. Outdoor grill. Yeah, outdoor grill. Uh, there's a, a bar top. We got a lot of things. A hot and tub that's actually hot? 
There you go. And we have some openings still for the summer. So come stay with us. We have a few weeks open in July and a couple weeks in June. Uh, and then it starts getting booked. And we just had our first December booking. So if you're, this week from one of our listeners, so shout out to him. I don't know if I'm going to call him out by name because I don't know if he'd want that. Shout out to a few of the listeners that booked this weekend, but specifically one in December. So if you're looking to plan that Christmas vacation or holiday vacation, now is the time at Airbnb.com. And Jelly that, of the Month Club. What? Christmas vacation. Oh, <laughs> Airbnb.com. But before you book, always reach out to me because I try to get uh, WDW Today listeners the best possible rates. And if it's not during peak season, that kind of thing, I can always work something out. Um, that's it. All right. You ready, Will? Yep. Wrap it up. That's mm-hmm. it. i do it for WDW Today this week. I'm Logan Seculo. Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. And I'm The Grease. And we'll see you on the next show. <laughs> <laughs>